0: Welcome to Whacker Slaps, where we look back into the annals of 2000s indie music to determine if an album, band, or even entire musical movement was actually good, or just the product of the hype machine of its time. Like all great podcasts, this is the direct spinoff of an unhinged group text that simply refuses to say night night. I am your host, Caleb, and of course, as always, I am joined by a couple of Jismen. Uh Jasmine.
1: Hey, thank you for that intro. <laughs> hey, I'm Noah. I'm in the market for an ashram. If if you guys got any uh <laughs>
2: leads and i'm adrian and i'm your producer of producers
0: oh nice nice yeah well welcome everyone this is a uh monumental episode this is episode 50 the big 50. nice so in um in that mold uh we're gonna be doing a clip show (laughs) so adrian has done the hard work of clipping all of our best bits Hot Ooh, takes. We're yeah. gonna interview um,
1: our, We're gonna interview all of our collective parents, la uh <laughs> Marin when he did his 500th episode.
0: Oh, is that what he did?
1: <laughs> we're gonna squash all the beefs.
0: Oh yeah, definitely gonna squash the beefs with the uh, architecture in Helsinki. Noah <laughs> to Bradford Cox. <laughs>
3: probably
2: <laughs> um, probably want to rebuild the bridge ecology. with
1: Animal Collective.
0: The Animal Collective. Adrian to us because you know we're kind of hard <laughs> on the we're hard on the show. <laughs>
1: Let's yeah. get it out there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nah, psych your mind. It being, you know, uh, fifty, you know, divisible by ten. Episode. Um, it's a very special episode. We're we're going back into the vault and we're doing a uh, fide classic. And uh, what better person to introduce that than Noah? I think he uh, picked this one a very long time ago. And
1: yeah. So full disclosure, we were supposed to do this album like two years ago. Last year. <laughs> But it's from uh, 1972, Alice Coltrane, Universal Consciousness. Yep. It's 72,
2: right? No, I, actually it's 71. late. 70. Oh, was there's, it 71?
1: There's yes, some yes. conflicts there, at, uh, some of the release dates.
2: Yeah. Uh, from what, everything I can tell that it's official, it's, uh was recorded in early 1971. We'll get into it.
0: We'll yeah, into it. no, I got it right yeah it was 71 on impulse impulse actually sorry that's pronounced yeah. impulse <laughs> yes.
1: so she made basically three albums from 71 to 72 right
0: yeah she did a, did one every year yeah.
1: yeah
0: well there was a there was a trio
2: like this album's coming hot off the heels of her previous record i think it was like within six months she had produced this one so that's mm-hmm. the feral then- Monk one uh, Pharaoh Sanders. Whatever happened to Fer- <laughs> That's an old,
0: I'm sure he's still last from the past. He's like a ghost Around. Runner, think, for some people. The yeah, that rapper. one is,
1: um, the Rest whole, what's in that? He's Pharaoh Fer- Fer- Sanders,
0: of course. Yes, yeah.
2: The album previous to this, Adrian, it's a uh, journey in such an Danada, it's Dananda. Such always fucked that
0: Schenectady, up. yeah. Journey Hands Connected to New York. And then it's Universal Starring.
1: Consciousness. And then it's World Galaxy.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, yes, exactly. And then yeah. it's uh
2: the, the last in the trilogy of Universal Consciousness, World Galaxy is Lord of Lords. Uh yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. and they they came out basically each successive year. So 71, 72, and 73. But I believe they're like you're saying they're recorded pretty much back to back to back.
1: <clears throat> nice. Yeah. Anyways, she stayed, I fucked she that stayed, up. Started she, over. No, no, we're yeah, not. Yeah, universal doing, consciousness don't. for 1971. Much like this album, we're just we're just moving forward. So, why 53, guys? Why do you pick that as an anniversary?
0: Uh, 52nd. I think it's more like that. We always
2: wanted to talk about this record. It was important. Yeah, yeah and certainly, yeah. yeah, we're a little late. I think that's appropriate for our uh, kind of. uh <laughs> lackadaisical (laughs) yeah uh... it is
0: our 50th episode it took us three years i did the math recently i was talking to another podcaster and they're like you have a lot of episodes and i was like "Eh, it's like every three weeks i feel like that's a pretty good clip but yeah so we are
1: podcaster the Doughboys boys or
2: something yeah i want to shout out their podcast
0: oh yeah well this is a very special podcast that releases yearly jordan peterson um, (laughs) it's uh, (laughs) a I forget what it's called. Uh, Mostly ads. That name of the podcast is uh, Sharpie Shirts Presents Mostly Ads podcast. Uh,
1: yeah. It's Very from the nice.
0: from the Homies Charlie and Lorenzo. Shout Anyways, out guys.
1: 1971 Universal Consciousness. The artist is Alice Coltrane. Mm-hmm. The famed harpist, uh keyboardist, keyboardist composer, yeah. organist. Organist, you know, spiritual leader.
2: She yes. didn't she have an uh, ashram? Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh something like that. I can't recall if it was like a commune type situation. Yeah, maybe like
1: maybe the best artist who's ever lived. I don't know. Figured Arguably. Arguably. <laughs> Arguably. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Very
0: yes. important. Famous aunt. Oh, yeah. Very famous aunt. <laughs> famous yep. auntie. Famous auntie. Auntie to us all, if you if you think about it. Adrian, give us
2: a review. All right. So this is one that actually Pitchforks hasn't gotten to. I'm sure it'll pop up on one of their Sunday reviews at some point. But I did pull one from All Music, which was very effusive. The score was a 4.5 out of 5. Obviously, Best New Music doesn't apply here. Uh, it was reviewed by Tom Jurek, who uh, I think is pretty prolific over there on All Music Guide. I've seen his name around for like a lot of jazz records and stuff like that. I think he's a jazz historian type guy. could be wrong on that, but I do recall reading other reviews by him uh, but i pulled a couple of pieces here so bear with me it might be a little long but they both kind of present very much kind of what this album's about what the you know how, how it's how it's been processed and how it's been you know well it's just how it came together and yeah. how it was been received by the you know the the jazz audience and the music loving audience so let's start here Recorded between April and June of 1971, Alice Coltrane's Universal Consciousness stands as her classic work. As a testament to the articulation of her spiritual principles, Universal Consciousness even stands above World Galaxy as a recording where the medium of music, both composed and improvised, perfectly united the realm of body and performance, speech in the utterance of individual instrumentalists in group interplay, and mind, absolute focus, for the listener to take into their own experience. While many regard universal consciousness as a jazz album, quote unquote, it transcends even free jazz by its reliance on deeply thematic harmonic material and the closely controlled sonic dynamics in its richly hued chromatic palette. So that's kind of describing what we're working with here. Very uh, heavy, heady stuff, but honestly, it's not really a heavy, heady listen. Uh, it can be at times, but it's it's actually a very dynamic listening. And actually, here's the, here's the first word of the next one. So Dynamic improvisational logic and tonal exploration become elemental figures in an intimate yet universal conversation that has the search itself and the uncertain nature of our arrival, either musically or spiritually, at its very root. This ambiguity is the only way a recording like this could possibly end, with spiritual questioning and yearning in such a musically sophisticated and unpretentious way. The answers to those questions can perhaps be found in the heart of the music itself. More than likely, though, the music will make its way into the recesses of the human heart, where the question will be fully answered. This is art of the highest order, conceived by a brilliant mind, poetically presented in exquisite collaboration by divinely inspired musicians, and humbly offered as a gift to listeners. Now that sounds kind of like very like pretentious, but it's honestly yeah. kind of downplaying how incredible this record is. To, yeah, you know no, I totally. It, that that like, review
0: total that review works for me. It like it totally resonates. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it sounds
1: you like hear- he's describing like homework or something like. I mean yeah, I it's very to like to understand spiritual jazz, but I mean this is definitive spiritual jazz. Like this is
0: yeah. Yeah. It also kind of sounds like he's describing something you can't quite wrap your hands around or your your mind to, you know, it's like has this ineffable quality, but it's just powerful oh. and strong and like you know, just yeah.
2: It's a record that's dealing with very large subjects. I mean, the very nature of you know consciousness (laughs) and reality and existence itself through the language of music here but yeah and it is hard to describe because the music is very is so unique and interesting to her and the players she has we're all you know top of their game guys i mean i'll get into it here in a minute but it's stacked it's an incredible piece of art and not just a piece of music but a piece of art like it's capital a art and I think that I'm glad that in, you know, I think that she was obviously overshadowed by her husband, who uh, is one of the giants of who's her, who her husband, a little guy named uh, Johnny Coltrane. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. One of the
1: pillars of jazz. Himself. I thought
0: she was ready to, to Robbie Coltrane. R.I.P. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Also. R.I.P. Yeah. I thought uh, she was
1: homeboy's aunt from uh, Lilo. From that movie, uh, the link letter movie, Boyhood. What? Who's Coltrane in that? The kid. His oh, his was last name's
0: Coltrane. Oh, <laughs>
1: <something> Coltrane. <laughs> It was like his stage, yeah. Because
0: he's obviously gone on to have an yeah. illustrious career. <laughs> yeah, he's, that's the, a household name. Cut yeah. that <laughs> <the, laughs> the... Now
2: that one's for the, our film heads out there. Yeah,
0: yeah. The Robbie Coltrane one was broad. Yours is, is for the yes for the letterbox yeah, yeah. yeah, Robbie. Yeah, you're a wizard, Alice.
2: Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's actually probably a good time to step into kind of what her deal was, although that's I hate to use that
0: yeah term why even go <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I think it's yeah, it's perfect Wait, time to do that. I do want to preface this this whole episode to the listener out there is um, all of us are huge jazz fans. I know personally to myself, it's probably like second, a very close second to like metal, you know, in terms of like what I collect, what I listen to. Mm-hmm. All that, you know, I just love it. However, we're not jazz experts by any chance. We're just huge fans. And I know, like, the jazz as a genre is so unique. and But also the jazz appreciation is kind of its own art, would you guys say? Like, it's its own yes yes lifestyle or like type of head yeah you we're know not what? gonna define quarter notes and yeah yeah like, right, that. Right. like just like the musicality alone
1: going purely off feeling we're like, not yeah. phds
2: here we're phd yeah. in vibes yeah. you know what i'm saying so, like we're, we're phd in uh in in how we yeah. feel and how we
0: experience yeah. jazz and how so, it's you know totally yeah
1: caleb, and it's good. caleb is like cancel me
0: yeah this is this is just a just a little fair warning you know so we don't get canceled we're getting out in front of it
2: Um, Yeah, don't come at us jazz heads all right (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, but um yeah dude uh all the respect in the world to jazz heads too like it's a it's a noble noble pursuit it's just something i'm not wired to do currently you know i can just yeah talk about how something just sounds dope you know it's a
2: huge universe and i think that we are jazz heads to the you know as much as we can in terms of like mm-hmm. we know our stuff that we like and we know you know yeah. i mean we know labels and we know things like that but there's people that are literally can tell you like recording
0: dates and production oh, yeah. you know what it is so but i don't um, think i'm going to be calling J- jimmy garrison like that cat in this episode yeah. i'm not like that entrenched right, right. you know
1: no but jazz is so technical and so influential yeah i don't have the um the vocabulary yeah. to break down like what, sonic dissonance and like, yeah. shit like yeah. that. <laughs> i can just tell yeah. you how this album makes me feel i guess right
0: but. which is i think is very much the point of this album and and most of us you know to be completely honest but yeah i just wanted to you know add that little carrot there no that... that's
2: fair it's a big it's a big world <laughs> and there's people that are very invested in it and you know no we don't we may do bits and joke around, but we are definitely the reason we're doing this because we love music and we love
3: yeah
2: uh, jazz music. And so it's, it's coming a from a place of a reason why it
1: took us two years to actually. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a episode. build up to this. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Cause it totally. is, it is kind of a daunting task to talk about one of the kind of a pillar yeah. of, of music, of jazz music. music. Yeah.
1: How yeah. can you describe a life changing event when you listen to this album like how can you put that into context it's yep. i don't know i don't want to be too uh you know the hyperbole hyperbole let's uh, see i can't even say that word
0: let's <laughs> just give you an idea of what we're working with here
1: when it comes to like spiritualism this is as close as i get yeah culture
0: <laughs> yeah you know i think it was a uh, godard who said talking about movies is like dancing about architecture yeah, so that you know, swaps some terms out there, but I think that could apply to yeah. how we approach this, anyways. Somebody fact check me. I don't think Godard said that, but what's your like deal? Said.
2: I think he did say <laughs> I think that is Godard what's Godard? your deal? You're wrong. So, Alice Coltrane, yes. Well, I mean, should we go back to the well, okay? So, Alice Coltrane, born Alice McLeod, I believe, is how it's yeah. pronounced.
1: McLeod McLeod, sick McLeod. Sick yeah
2: she basically grew up around a lot of jazz musicians and in the church playing, you know, gospel music and spiritual music there. And I think that was always a part of her music trajectory, the connection to the spiritual uh, world, the Mm -hmm. connection to spirituality and, and religion. She, you know, she came up in the jazz scene. She uh, had a, a husband that she divorced from. And then later she met John Coltrane and that, was the relationship that kind of set everything off. And they traveled the world together. You know, they're both kind of seekers. I think a lot of artists in the 60s, especially jazz artists, but also, you know, rock musicians, the Beatles, etc., famously, Mm -hmm. were grooving on the eastern vibes, you know. Yeah. So they were so because it's John Watran, you know, and at this time he is one of the he has already become one of the big jazz artists of his time. You know, he's able to and they're able to travel the world, experience these things firsthand to listen to Indian music, be buy instruments, uh, listen to you know far eastern music and Asian music and yeah. be influenced by it directly and bring and that they also back. had
0: a really big interest in Islam too. Like it, as well, um, yes, that was yeah. yes. Islam was and Hare Krishna, Baha'i, like they were pretty pan spiritual, you know. Yeah, yes. I was um, about
2: to I was about to say they they didn't they they weren't seekers in the uh, they're seekers in the true sense where they're constantly find finding new lessons and new ideas in every religion. It didn't matter if it was yes, they 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 they, they weren't particular influence in their music from like Indian ragas and things like that. Yeah, but they also are, yes, they're exploring Islam, they're exploring other aspects uh, of world religion and things like that. And that's all becoming a part of their sound and a part of their practice, right? Their musical practice and their spiritual, spiritual practice. Unfortunately, John Coltrane died of cancer. He had been sick for a while and by the time they caught it, it was too late and he passed away. And that led to Alice Coltrane having some very difficult times. She was raising, I think, four kids, Uh, I believe they had something like that.
1: They had three kids in three years together. Yeah, and, yeah she and, had a, is, and she had another she kid, had a from kid from a previous, previous relationship. It was yeah. basically his last three years of John Coltrane's life. They were mm-hmm. married and they recorded like a couple live albums. And uh, Alice Coltrane replaced McCoy Tyner as the um, uh, keyboardist. Mm-hmm. In Cold Trans Band. The Cold Trans yeah. Band, which mm-hmm. is I believe she's I mean... on the
0: live in Seattle record, which is phenomenal. Oh, phenomenal phenomenal. record. <laughs> Check that out. There's uh Farrow Sanders but also I mean, on if there, you... and he does like this scatting kind of like yeah. vocal mm-hmm. intonation thing. It's if you can cool. replace
1: McCoy Tyner some on good <laughs> and <listen to> that. <laughs> keys, you're pretty fucking good at that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well that's like the dope thing about jazz, is like they have like a revolving door, but you're always getting one up, you know? It's yeah. not like some scuzzy, like fucking band where it's just like oh you go, you just hop from proficient player to pro- it's like yeah. no the dude you're getting replaced by like this no slouch you know it's like yeah it's and somebody she was, who's as genius yeah and she,
2: she was certainly no slouch when it came to like that traditional more traditional kind of style of jazz and bebop and whatnot uh she was mentored by bud powell who was another you know monumental player oh god he's and um his just his phrasing and stuff was very influential on her In sorry
1: paris right
2: Yeah. And so she and then, yeah, so she she, after John Coltrane died, she she went through various struggles, but it also led her to sort of the spiritual enlightenment as she was trying to make sense of things. And that directly contributed to this kind of run of albums where she's exploring all of these things, these ideas of universal consciousness, of, of, you know, spirituality, of exploring, you know, the world of the celestial or however you want to put it. Through the language of music, through the the context, the texture, the you know of of the music she wanted to make.
0: Yeah, and, and at this point too, like jazz had become a spiritual practice too. Yes, spiritual you know, jazz like j- <laughs> pioneered just, by John Coltrane. Yeah, yeah, just like jazz within in and of itself. You know, taking
1: church and John, John yeah. Coltrane, yeah, yeah San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah,
0: yeah. Is that still? Uh, no, yeah, it's shut down. And COVID. I thought so. COVID took it. I know COVID that it, killed it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was one of those things that was always Landemic. kind of precarious.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, let's save that for yeah, I the mean, like, how do you podcast. Yeah. How do you keep anything that that's that like intellectually yeah. and artistically driven alive in San Francisco yeah. in, in the 2020s? But, like, um, yeah, <laughs> but Alice Coltrane, a fucking chance.
1: Alice Coltrane in particular, like she grew up like a lot of folks of her age learning music in the church. But her whole thing was like doing gospel style, avant-garde jazz, where she would take like chanting mm-hmm. from like Hari Krishna chants and and then combined it with like almost like a the synth, like almost like a, like the way Ray Charles did yeah. rock and roll with yeah. with gospel. That 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 was like her whole thing, like making like kind of re, evoking religious music to make something spiritual like they're always about grasping like like to make you feel uncomfortable make you feel heavy but make you feel very warm at the same time like well
2: it's i mean you know all religious music is about that connection right connection to god and connection with each other and inspiring awe you know and so certainly that's a part of it and yeah that's that direct connection from like the movement of the body the you know the 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 playing of instruments and the way that it hits your ears and all of that how that connects you to
0: yeah.
2: you know a higher plane uh, yeah and can kind of
1: become almost hypnotic and almost but it created um, a whole genre
0: yeah it's the totally.
1: album run spiritual jazz which yeah. is and it's also it's like, like it's her this... son raw it's a it's a handful of people I love supreme uh, uh, you know one, love one of supreme, the supreme you know spiritual the, jazz uh, records once uh i have to check
0: that record out love supreme <laughs> <laughs> little little, little on my list there <laughs> yeah. yeah john
1: coltrain sings on the track he gets a yeah. mic <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. like Just hey bars turn it up. he's like turn, turn it up. up on my on my headphones A <laughs> love supreme uh, of those <laughs> let
0: me get oh, some more boy. vocals yeah but also, I think there's like a dimension of it too. It's like this devotional music, and mm-hmm. this is where like I'm, you know, I'm speaking completely out of my ass. But also, like you know how a lot of uh, art from the, from the Islamic world it doesn't use like figurative illustrations. You know, it's very ornate pattern and, yes. um, yeah, and um, yeah, patterned and um, but like it's it's not depicting things like in you know like in the literal plane, um, because it's like, it's devoting something that we as people and spiritual beings can't quite grasp, you know, and can't quite box in and like, you know, overlay it on something that's familiar. It's beyond us. It's like from, it's, it's operating a different plane. So the way we translate it can't
1: say the universal unconsciousness.
0: Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) it's not like I want to write a love song. So I'm going to say, baby, baby, I love you. It's like, you no, know, how I'm expressing love is in this, is in this, like, I am trying to grasp, I am trying to create the language for yeah, it, you know? And so it's, yeah, it's just this kind of ornate, but prayer. abstract, like, but it's all evocative and, you know, yeah. spiritual without being you know, hyper literal or like referenced or like familiar, you know, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but. But um, so
1: much of prayer throughout human history, like praying to God is like a rhythmic chanting. Right. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a repetition where you lose yourself. And that's what Alice Coltrane taps into.
0: Yeah. So that's like, like, that's how people like, yeah, like achieved higher levels of yeah. consciousness like, it yeah. wasn't drugs, mostly. It was but people, like,
1: it's so, it's so spinning special around
0: and people, like, losing, yeah. like, being short of breath and, like, having, like, getting, reaching yeah. kind of, like, hysteria, you know, in, in a good way.
1: Yeah. But it's, she approaches, like, some Eastern religions with, you know, growing up in the United States and being in a, her husband was in, like, a bebop band. So it's taking, like, a very like gospel american approach to these kind of eastern rhythms yeah and and spiritualism and really creating its own thing that's like so heavy yet i'm gonna do a yet review so heavy yet inviting (laughs) so expansive yet so personal like i don't know this music is just yeah, like I said before, this is this might be the closest a, I get to like the be- going. Yet, to um,
0: yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Um, this is a very yet album. This is the yet album. I think. I Anyways,
1: know. what's next?
0: What is next? Yeah, we can j- jump into some background on this. Well, her so,
1: deal is she's a jazz
0: musician. genius. Yeah, <laughs> she's <laughs> just, a
1: harpist and a yeah. keyboardist and a composer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> with spiritual undertones.
2: Yeah, well, at this point in her career, where we find her, she's really coming to her own as her own band leader, you know, coming out of the shadow of her husband and being in her husband's band and is really becoming the artist that she will eventually, you know, or she's evolving into the sound and the music that she would make for the rest of her life, essentially, which is this spiritual, devotional kind of music that's very heavily organ based, very heavily, yeah, based on, you know, these ideas that we've been talking about but uh, I can get into some album background for this one specifically. So Universal Consciousness was recorded from April to June of 1971 at AR Studios in New York City and at the Coltrane Home Studios in Dix Hills, New York. It was produced by Alice Coltrane and Ed Michel, and Alice Coltrane plays harp and organ on this record. She is joined by Jimmy Garrison on bass, Jack Dejanut, and Clifford Jarvis N-A-G. and Rasheed
0: Ali. <laughs> Goats
2: on drums yeah some of the best jazz (laughs) drummers right there uh tulsi on tanpura and john blair julius brand leroy jenkins and joan callis callish on violin uh and who did some of the uh string arrangements so none other than ornette coleman provided transcriptions for the string ensemble on tracks one three and four he transposed uh alice coltrane's arrangements she played them i believe on the organ and then he provide the transcription there for the string ensemble
0: it's like having Kevin Durant as like a six man (laughs) yeah it's incredible
1: and And you know uh, it's cool this album so you got Ornette Coleman a famous saxophonist and then Alice Coltrane who was married to one of the the greatest alto sax of all time there's no horns on this album
0: no yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> insane that's why it's like you would if you didn't call it a jazz album you could be forgiven you know <laughs> like, oh, it's like it's like it's like where's the horns? new age music
1: it's yeah. so ahead of its time it sounds like that 90s whatever enya or whatever like pure muse <laughs> oh so, I, mean, well enya, yeah, but... I mean you could say that started well before yeah i mean that's uh, there
2: are uh, there's already artists around this time exploring it's like a very Don
0: homie
1: but it's up there though yeah but yeah, it's definitely for sure.
0: yeah. ahead
2: of its time in the sense of bringing those ideas into jazz and into other genres thinking that at this point it was much more insular it was people that were doing yoga and yeah like totally
0: but yeah to it's it like wind chimes are prominent on this album you know mm-hmm. well, yeah
1: i mean just the harp Ali. in general yeah. it's hard to make the harp not sound like you just walked into like a fortune teller's uh, office yeah, or, or yeah <laughs> it's, the, very, uh, it's very it's very head shop or yeah, totally. <laughs> but she like owns it it like, was oh, used as like an cool. audio cue <laughs> yeah. for like exploitation Same with movies the and driver. stuff where it's Same like who it somewhere yeah, else yeah. it becomes <laughs> a
2: very specific <laughs> yeah. reference point and then it i think that cheapens it a little because there's so yeah. much good but she does it so beyond well. shankar whoever and beyond like yeah yes exactly she does it she she brings a certain sort of, it's almost disney-esque when she's doing oh, things yeah. like that you it's know very what i mean cinematic it is and it's it's really beautiful and it it uh-huh. helps kind of guide you through this record at times and too. i believe do you her son when... her
1: son is named ravi after yeah. ravi shankar yes I believe. do you
0: guys know correct. at what point in her career she They're, picked they up were heart... good friends i believe what's that was that was, was she always a harp player always I a harp player yeah oh, okay cool
2: yeah she always only... keys and harp yeah
0: but she was well, a so she jobber up, on the organ the, and keys, So interestingly
2: right? enough i'll we'll get to the organ here in a second but right she she was yes yeah, she was always a kind of a keys player and she played the harp as well and some i think other in well, various she studied instruments.
1: with bud powell back in her early yeah. days but she was like pretty much like the only kind of jazz harpist that like existed she kind of <laughs> invented that whole
2: i don't forget dorothy ashby Yeah, there is a few other people kicking around, but I think she really made it her own.
1: The strings heavy Mm -hmm. free jazz, avant garde jazz, like she's kind of created that genre a little bit.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely different from, you know, well, the Ornette Coleman stuff, the free jazz stuff, or any of the other artists around this time.
1: Or like, um, you know, a couple years earlier, well, like 10 years earlier, there's like, sketches of spain the miles davis which is very orchestral yeah but she kind of like took that and mixed it with the um yeah the kind of free jazz albums of yeah. the of the 70s and the, the way late, she uses the harp is,
0: is super interesting she uses it somewhere to a sitar where she like uses like kind of the drone note like the pedal note and then does all like the articulations like on top of it yeah and everything and it's like pretty pretty interesting it's very supportive stuff
2: well you hear just her well, it's a line from her and you know it's her it's just yeah. very unique to her sound yeah um, for
0: sure but the record
2: getting back to the background here the record was released by impulse records in impulse. september of 1971 which is a very classic very well-known jazz record uh label they released john coltrane's music and uh, yeah. actually these records i think were kind of her last
0: bits yeah of, a little uh, life hack if you're ever in the jazz section you'd don't know what you want to get if it has impulse <laughs> on it, and it's from like I don't know fifty eight to seventy five yeah. or whatever. Just get it; you'll be fine.
1: In, in, impulse, <laughs> Blue Note, Atlantic, yeah. Riverside,
0: uh, ECM. And, yeah. You're in good head. Yeah,
2: but yeah. So, Tambla. Right. It's it's Coltrane's fifth solo album and the first in the trio of albums which feature string ensembles, as we mentioned. Is followed by *World Galaxy* and *Lord of Lords*, as I mentioned before. The album was recorded shortly after Coltrane returned from a trip to India. And this was kind of a really influential trip. She met some spiritual leaders there and who had become big, very influential in her life. And, but when she returned, she got very interested in the world. Her organ. She hadn't really used it before, but she said that it was due to the, her interest in Indian music that she started using it because it was comparable to the sound of the harmonium and the tambura yeah, totally. which are both yeah. you know very prominent in Indian music this was a big turning point in her career because the organ would then become sort of her main kind of the driver of a lot of her yeah. records from this point on Um, And she said, when I began to play the organ, there came the freedom and understanding that I would never have to depend on anyone else musically. Uh, And she said (laughs) this was owing to the the instrument having two or three manuals, which is kind of the technical word for keyboards and complete bass and the pedals. So basically she's saying like she could be a full band in just using the organ and she doesn't need anyone else, but she obviously is an incredible collaborator. This has some of the best collaborators in jazz on this record and it. You know you can definitely hear how it it ended up being well if you you listen
1: to her later albums when she was like had the ashram and stuff stuff that like she didn't she recorded on cassettes that Mm -hmm. weren't even meant to be released
0: private private release she is
1: there's a bunch of solo stuff with her singing and just playing the synthesizer and she is shredding and singing (laughs) like her voice is awesome and she's not even a singer like she was just like i felt the spirit and i just did it
0: yeah she was just like total immersion in like my art and what i want to create i mean this
1: album is entirely instrumental but like alice coltrane the songs with vocals like the choir and like her ashram stuff is like my favorite music that's ever been made it's is that
0: the stuff that like that came out in that it came out a few years ago there's maybe. one Andrew, they're from there's like the early 80s called, yeah the compilation, there's a compilation yeah. late called... or
1: like 77 to like 82 basically like yeah with the compilation it's like Transcendence, called like and the there's... transcendent music of Alice but but there's the one there's the album called transcendent and then yeah. there's one where it's her name like her her um yeah, yeah. She, has, she
2: changed her name to something yeah. that's that was more fitting for. but, the... it is, but it's it's awesome yeah, I love all that stuff. I mean, as someone who's really just into synthesizers, like when I've discovered that stuff, I was just in heaven. but getting back to it. so yeah, so she also said that the that this focus on the organ came to her in a divine vision. So you know, she's really connecting all, a lot of this music to to the to the, you know kind of the unconscious realm and the realm of the spirits. But Around this time, she also changed speaking of her name. She changed, uh, she added Turiya to her name, which is a Sanskrit yeah, yeah. word for pure consciousness, you know. So that's, that's where she's short at.
1: For the so her name is Turiya Sangitanada,
0: nailed it,
2: yeah. Well, so static, Swamini, uh, right? Yeah. Because that's her title, or what was her title? Um, yeah. but yeah, so getting back to it here uh so yeah and then as we just said two of it's very connected to like chants and traditional music um two of the tracks themselves are based on traditional chants so hari krishna obviously is kind of a more famous well-known chant and then Rama, which is another uh hindu chant and then yeah well, the album has received widespread critical acclaim uh, with some critics considering it her uh, some of her best work, uh, the Penguin Guide to Jazz as perhaps Coltrane's finest achievement on record, and it's you know you could definitely make that argument. It's not the record that is my personal the one I'm the one gravitate towards the most, but it is probably the pinnacle of the, her sound, and it's yeah. also the start of kind what's, of her bit like the the kind of latter one? half of her career uh, journey. Uh, A journey to journey and. Satchitananda. Satchitananda. Yeah.
0: schenectady new york and then um, yeah the that, critic... that almost bugged out uh, uh,
2: well there's like a i mean obviously i love pharaoh sanders but also there's just like a kind of like an incense mood to that Where i always just it feels just <laughs> like a um i don't know pretty... it feels like very therapeutic and soothing to put it on it come
0: with like a drug rug <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: kind of i mean sort of uh <laughs> but the critic brit just to finish off here the critic Brett Robson, writing for Red Bull Music Academy, suggested that the album, quote, anticipates the world music movement by more than a decade. It is a bountiful blend of a symbolically omnific- omnificent organ that absorbs the traditions of the Black church and Indian chanting rituals. And I think that so, yeah, really sums it did, up right there. Yeah. You know, yeah, yes, that's she's what I was trying to say. Yeah. That traditional yeah. religious music and mashing it up and making it her own, you know, filtering it through yeah. her own experience. To make this beautiful uh beautiful music but
0: yeah, yeah that's why i can't abide a hardcore atheist i know we talked about this <laughs> on the show before but it's like yeah motherfucker, yeah you can rail on christians you can rail on people who are into religion but it's like at least that shit, you know what are you creating are you fucking Alice coltrane <laughs> come back when you are and then you can talk all that shit. <laughs> yeah atheists are lazy amen brother <laughs> yeah <laughs> i probably Probably
2: am one, but like, yeah, same. <laughs> but and I can people uh, annoying about it. But at the same uh, time, uh,
1: but I, I but, can but it's so obvious. It. It's when so religious
0: it. people are cool. They're like very cool. It's yeah. it's it's a weird thing.
1: <laughs> it's like, of course, there's no God, but Jesus,
0: but like, yeah, <laughs> explore. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with exploring and find you know. your God. Yeah. yeah, make your God. Right.
0: make your jazz.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So, did you guys want to? Take a little break, or yeah, you know,
0: let's take a little break and then we can um talk about how this album, yeah, came I into think our consciousness. Shit the bed,
1: too bad on this. No, so far, so, far so good. <laughs> no, yeah, let's I don't know. I haven't, we, I haven't but, had yeah. to
0: clip anything, I, I haven't marked anything, but like, yeah, we got to take that out. I don't know. No, it's just talking about,
1: yeah, I think we, the spirituality of Alice Coltrane just cannot be understated, it, yeah, at least for me personally.
3: like mm-hmm.
2: Well, it just goes hand in hand with her music. Like, you can't separate yeah. the two. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's not an either or deal. It's, like, yeah. it's all part of the package.
0: Yeah. yeah, totally. And it's, like, I'm I'm not, like, I'm in the same boat with you, no. It's, like, the closest thing I've come to, like, spiritual deliverance or spiritual, <laughs> yeah. like, singularity or whatever with so the universe moody. has been uh, yeah. through music. You know, being yeah. at, like, a show and being, like, fuck, this is, like the greatest thing humanity has created you know and yeah. like some people think that's religion or some people think that's religious institutions i'm like no it's like for me it's yeah. like music you know when it's like done with such like uh, immersive you know intent yeah. and everything so well um, yeah
1: when the alice culture really hits hits a nerve yeah
0: what was, she just does yeah yeah for sure all right, let's all go smoke a bone, come back, and vibe <laughs> out.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did roll a joint. I don't know if I'm going to smoke it. I'll wait till that passes.
0: But... Yeah, this isn't the Joe Rogan podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the Joey Diaz podcast. Wait, cut
1: whatever. that out. We can't have Alice Coltrane and Rogan in the same fucking <laughs> arena. Yeah. What
0: about well, Joey I'll bleep what about, it. I'll bleep it. What about Joey Diaz? no, fuck no that. he's
1: fucked even worse
2: yeah <laughs> fuck that rapist piece of shit
1: Fuck like a fucker. short joe rogan okay <laughs> right, hashtag right. joe rogan is five foot two
0: it's true that's
2: <laughs> <right. God's> fired
0: <laughs> all right take him and we are back welcome back to our podcast yeah we are discussing alice coltrane's universal consciousness And I think we want to talk about this album and how it relates to our personal consciousnesses and histories. Yeah. So I could, I could just jump into it.
1: Caleb, when you go into your personal histories, can you mention that bumper sticker that you see around Oakland, California?
0: Oh, dude! I was literally gonna text <laughs> you guys today. Do either of you have that bumper sticker? I yeah, let's start, let's let's start with there. So there's this whole genre of bumper sticker now. They're like kind of like uh, ironic, I guess. Bumper stickers, they're you know self-referential. So it's a play on the "keep honking." I'm whatever reloading whatever. But it's uh this one's a keep is it keep honking? I'm listening to. Yeah, Alice Coltrane's transcendental jazz masterpiece <laughs> from 1971, <laughs> Universal Consciousness, yeah, 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 something like that. There's a bunch of them now, though, but that was like the first one I was i saw.
2: That's the one that became the kind of internet sensation. Right? Yeah, the one that but, everyone started oh, seeing yeah. everywhere.
0: But the there's American. this old
1: lady, and I'm pretty sure she's an old lady because I only ever see it like parked in front of like an old old person's convalescent home. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this old like 19. Was it like a Subaru or some shit? Oh,
0: yeah. Subaru.
1: Subaru. Yeah, like a 19.
0: Careful what you say. I drive a
1: Subaru. <laughs> I think it is a Subaru though. It's it's, if evil. it has it's a bumper a sticker evil. on it,
0: it's a Subaru. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I tried to take the one off of our Subaru and I like, like, took a piece of the bumper with it. That
1: bumper sticker floats around Oakland and it always makes oh, yeah. my day every time I see it.
0: Yeah, it's but, rad because Even if like somebody put it on there like winkingly, like you know, it's like that's a cool person behind the wheel.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Who at least knows Alice Coltrane enough to get the joke, right? Like to understand why that's ironically funny and good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how I found out about the album. I was like, (laughs) I'm gonna write that down. (laughs) Um, That down. Stickers work. They (laughs) work.
1: (laughs) Coexist. (laughs) <laughs> I, still, yeah, yeah i'm still that's waiting why, yeah, yeah. for those were we just
0: talking about coexisting how it's okay to be religious we were just right saying that. i know right uh but uh anyways alice yeah. was like
1: let's take a little bit of everything if you make it into a song it's
0: good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of like a metaphor for how the world should work uh <laughs> but yeah so alice coltrane i'd always known about alice coltrane you know i mean i'll be completely honest I knew her as, as she was you know married to her late husband john coltrane um but i always knew yeah like that she was a musician on her own on her own right i didn't know really kind of what music she made i just, maybe thought she was like a jazz musician you know more kind of like hard bop, bebop free jazz that kind of milieu so modal. i didn't really ex- yeah vocal, yeah modal dixieland swing revival um, righteous dude righteous <laughs> yeah. grooves righteous groups but i didn't really explore a catalog too much um i've always loved jazz you know i had like you know listened to miles her dad's a big miles davis guy john coltrane of course and then you know later kind of got into like cecil taylor and ornette Coltman, kind of the more out there stuff so i was kind of primed for it and then but i didn't really like explore her catalog too much and i actually came to it through like metal and like experimental drone music um uh-huh. because yeah. you know uh, my our brother isaac he's, he's a pretty big jazz head and he had like recommended it because you know we were talking about oh like you know to, getting kind of getting into drone experimental kind of stuff and he's like you should listen to alice Coltrane, like she is like a drone artist in a lot of ways how she like incorporates Indian textures and things like that. Um, you know, and just like her use of trance and like repetition is very similar to kind of drone metal or like, you know, experimental sure. kind of electric drone music. And then the, the band Sun or Sun O, depends on how you say it. They came out with that album, Dimensions and Monoliths in 2009. Mm-hmm. And they have an album, they have a song on the album called Alice.
3: Oh, yeah. Which is
0: which is a tribute to Alice Coltrane, and I believe it has a musician on it who either played with her or John Coltrane plays like the tuba or something dope like that. Like I think it's like a horn or string. But um, Caleb
1: just cut you off real quick. Yeah. There was a uh, on Wikipedia like the Alice Coltrane like references. Yeah, <laughs> there's been no less than like twenty songs that people record and like ref like give her the title as the inspiration yeah and a lot yeah. of them are metal and like avant-garde or hip-hop yeah totally stuff like that's
0: that. where her like legacy endures too is like mm-hmm. yeah through kind of freak music people but yeah yeah so then that dimensions of with it's a huge album like that album's fucking super killer um yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like sun's universal consciousness in a way it's like very <laughs> large scale it has a bunch of uh um yeah, has a bunch of musicians. I like, would say you know, collaborations. Yeah, the dude who's on that album is Julian Priester. Yeah, he played with John Coltrane, um, and he's on that song "Alice." Yeah. Fucking jazz trombone. Check it out, folks. Hey, Adrian,
2: <laughs> what are you gonna say? I was gonna say that I would say Sons' version of this would be that record that came out a couple years back, Life Metal. Life Metal. Yeah, I think yeah. That's kind of their,
0: yeah, their version sure. of this.
2: But it's all kind of you can you can hear how they've been <laughs> influenced by an artist like alice Coltrane, yeah,
0: yeah for yeah. sure for well, sure
1: and then like sun like i'm not a huge metal guy but i've i've seen sun live with caleb i think a couple times
0: yeah but i'm like with this is too, not right? metal yeah.
1: this is like a spiritual experience kind of yeah, it like this, it's beyond like, a like, yeah a metal it's beyond show. music yeah
0: yeah, yeah totally which um, isn't to I, diminish metal at all it's just no, that no, no, they're no, working
2: no. in a different kind of scale and a different yeah. kind of time frame yeah. than and but time, I th- yeah but
0: i think their entry points into that are musicians like alice oh, it has to be yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah yeah avant-garde like weird like uncomfortable music yeah, yeah kinda...
0: disorienting kind of like dissonant uh, yeah yeah so anyways i had i had heard that song alice and then kind of started unraveling that a little bit and being like, oh, you know, like and I always kind of like, you know, metal's always kind of been my largest musical and cultural pursuit, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, I have pretty Catholic taste. So it's like I've and don't
1: say your hair <laughs> and your beard tell me something different. <laughs> well this is a this is an
0: audio <laughs> medium. They don't know what I look like. <laughs> He's got a
1: high and tight and a Van Dyke. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm wearing suspenders. He looks um, like Bert Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Google that, folks. But uh, yeah, so anyways, so I was always like, as you listen to metal, you can't do that all the time. So you kind of look at, you try to find music that is kind of has that brings that same quality, you know, or that same kind of textures yeah. or like approach. So you know, things are a little more minor keyed, you know, things are a little darker, like denser, you know, and so. It was in that kind of phase in my musical listenings that I was like, okay, I want to listen to stuff that's a little bit, you know, less guitar based or whatever. So then it was like Alice Coltrane was like the jazz that I was like, you know, and that and some other free jazz stuff was that I was kind of like gravitating towards. And um, so then I like, you know, just like fucking fell in love with it. I think the first one I probably listened to is either because, you know, as recommended was probably this one or The Journey into sandwich didada sorry butchering that <laughs> um and then so yeah so then i just like was whatever would download whatever i could of hers you know you can find her records pretty easily honestly so i have a number of them i think the first one i picked up on yeah. vinyl um was the huntington ashram monastery hmm. uh sick record i think it's like her second Wait, that was
1: the cassette
0: that the reissue okay. no no the huntington ashram monastery it's her second album i think
1: uh oh um, the trio the uh never mind keep going
0: yeah yeah no the trio one is first, the one after it is the trio, trio. it is, trio, no, it is the trio one yeah yeah. yeah 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 it's not monastic trio that's but like so that. that's yeah. the but that's it is the
1: harp the harp one like that's that one's kind very of like yes. harp heavy yeah definitive harp jazz Yeah, like, there's not sure. that much harp and jazz but yeah she made it, it she made it a thing
0: yeah yes, exactly that's exactly for sure and it, and it has like my favorite bassist ever on it ron carter it sounds so like, like prog
1: rock too
0: it does her and ron like ron
1: they, they get into it man yeah
0: <laughs> it's those great. english fucking and greek or italian prog dudes they owe a lot uh, to ron fuck. yeah ron hey, carter
1: incredible shout <laughs> yeah. out still yeah. going uh, one of the best there. ever do it Yep, smoking a pipe Playing the bass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just go. One, the coolest, one of the coolest. One of the coolest cats. Coolest cats. There. Yeah, like yeah. for sure. Yeah. These guys. The ladies love them. I mean, yeah, Ron Carter, <laughs> Alice Coltrane, these.
0: Elvin <laughs> Jones, like that. Elvin just the, the, Jones, whole,
1: <laughs> the whole crew. Miles Davis, <laughs> yeah. They were like these fucking weirdos. Oh, you said were cats?
0: Like, no, just said cats. That's our <laughs> first cat. are doing this
1: shit. We're <laughs> getting. It's
0: appropriate. It's proposal mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay they're like not even playing jazz they're like let's invent stuff There's like they, they just call it jazz but we're just doing yeah. whatever we want well artists like
2: miles like herbie hancock like yeah. alice coltrane are pushing the pushing the definition of jazz out into the yeah. new realms you know and sometimes they got a lot of pushback for that sometimes they oh, got yeah like I mean, you're, you're telling me you're putting a synthesizer on a jazz record
1: like that's <laughs> yeah.
3: verboting.
0: Like, what are you doing?
1: But it Adrian, works. Caleb, are you finished? Adrian, you want to go? With your history?
0: No, 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 I've been even, I, ain't, I ain't done by a fling. Yeah, Caleb, oh, we got to his. got to his current. Go in, King. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: go your current.
0: <laughs> so I started, yeah, just collecting it on vinyl, and it's just been a staple. Like you know, um, I listen to it a lot, like all the time. You know, oh yeah, like jazz is great thing to play around a kid yeah yeah it just helps them expand their little minds and it's you know it's for sure instrumental you know instrumental music's nice so yeah hey, uh,
1: silent movies and jazz music that's all you need, <laughs> let man. the just, toddlers it's, know it's elemental <laughs> it's elemental
0: yeah i you get bogged down by all this like narrative crap but how i feel about it now it's yeah it's it, it's so fresh like it's like you put it on from the jump and it's just this Jumbled mess of a song at first, and it's God, like, f- yeah, freaky We'll get into that. We'll, we'll get into it, but save it's like,
1: it, save it, save it,
0: yeah. And then it's and then it's just like it's just. I, I know this term is fucking washed at this point, but vibes, dude. It's just like pure, just beautiful vibes, and it's just it's it's just this album that is, it's just free. It it just sounds so free. But it's in it's in the hands of like the most competent musicians possible. You well, it's know? completely
1: and the... challenging. Yeah, every exactly. Step of the way,
0: it's and unnerving, it's like, and it's there. It's them being free. It's them being for, like free to play and to yeah. interplay and to relate to not one another as humans and musicians. Yeah. And um, yeah, just create this just this statement and this tapestry yeah. um, that isn't yeah. one thing or the other. It's just. It, It is, it's indescribable. It's It's jumbled, yeah. It's, it's transcendent. You know, it's transcendental and it's transcendent. You know, you, (laughs)
1: you you have to know so much about music to make a type of music that doesn't make sense, but still, yeah, connects to you. Yeah. Well, that's that's what to me
0: like it's a complete
1: deconstruction, but yet so beautiful and so resonant like
0: yeah totally and for me music like this whether it's jazz or whatever it's the things that aren't easily easily squared in your mind or like you can't relate to right away but they're evocative that that's what keeps you coming back because it yeah. it, it it's it'll never fully click but it's like it's so ingrained in you and it's so like interesting and just it's something you're just trying to unravel yourself you know and trying to make sense of and it it, it, it it, yeah and it kind of just like kind of reorders your you know your your brain a little bit and how you're able to listen to music and how you are like yeah you're able to intake arc because it's like and then but then you have to surrender to it and you have to be like humble <laughs> you have to be like no i'm not <laughs> going to be able to figure this out that's not uh, actually the point of this of music like this you know yeah, yeah. the point of it is to just kind of surrender to it and let it, let it say what it needs to say. And so that's where this is like, it's, that's where I just think it's so wonderful and feral, you know, it's just like, (laughs) it can't be contained, but there is so much delicate composition at the same time. You know, it is just so like the way it's ordered is also apparent. And then the push and pull between them just kind of doing some freaky shit here and there but then also <laughs> like you know kind of the strings that kind of bring everything you know oh, yeah um, the, they're they're trying, the container they're not trying the container they're not the strings trying are to make- the strings are less loose and feral the strings are more yeah. kind of a foundational element in a lot of songs but they come in at the perfect time to like kind of counter all the you know crazy Oregon stuff or just the very yeah. insanely well done drums that are happening so but they're not
1: as musicians caleb they're not trying to connect the dots themselves
0: yeah exactly so they're
1: not going to give you the listener the easy way out it's all exploratory it's all like you yeah it it encourages what we happen to record at that time and you 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 got in media res and like you gotta ride away for a while and then we'll dump you off yeah, this isn't music to be understood. This is music to be just, just ride along. It's it's uh, yeah. I don't know. Alice Coltrane just makes like a. It feels like every song you listen to is tapped into like. There's no beginning or no end. It, it yeah. seems like you go in there mid-song and it's already a groove, mm-hmm. and it's just like i could play this song forever but like yeah. in order to be a musician yeah. i had to make albums so i had to stop yeah. the songs every yeah to put five, in some sort songs. of container yeah, yeah, but it's
0: like the, this is the, the end is not the definitive version yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. It, it it keeps going in Continuous. your consciousness yeah, yeah 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 totally but yeah it's just it's just it's just pure expression and it's yeah it's just pure it's just pure yeah it's just a purely deep spiritual album and um yeah i don't think i'll ever ever get tired of listening to it or any of any of her music and yeah it's a no it's a fucking it's a treasure. treasure basically so i'm getting at
1: adrian tell us your history um actually i
2: don't have probably as much history with this one in particular as you guys i do enjoy this record and i i've known about it and listened to it time you know a few times over the years but really the first time i actually probably sat down to listen to it fully was in the mid to late aughts when i was first getting into alice coltrane uh similarly to you caleb i think i think i was starting to get into alice coltrane and then flylo started to get popular and he was like name checking her mm. not like name checking her but he was talking about how she was inspirational to him you know his, his aunt, was his aunt yeah so she was very much like yeah, and I think she he she talked to her about music and things like that. And she was very much, you know, a kind of a guiding voice for his career of, you know, who he has become a very experimental and kind of interesting genre pushing artist in his own right. But but yeah, I, so I, I discovered her around that time and I listened through a bunch of these records, like, you know, the ones that we've all just been discussing, but it wasn't this one that really kind of struck took me took uh, you know kind of uh the one that i've returned to the most that one would be journey journey and such yeah yeah and
1: it
2: just as i said it's like there's something about it it just has a different sort of uh vibe has
1: horns <laughs> it has horns you know pharaoh sanders
2: <laughs> yeah obviously one of my favorite jazz artists of all time yeah.
1: hey pharaoh Sanders, his last album right was the one 2021 with floating points, floating points, points? probably
2: my favorite record so far. Of the 20 is that the
1: best last album of all time? Mm.
2: It's up there, it's up there, it's certainly up there. It's a remarkable, hell of a way to go out. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. it's incredible. Like, I had like a 60 year career and made a fucking banger slapper to go out. Uh, Yeah,
2: it's artists like that who are just able to just continually evolve or continually just work in the genre and continue to make very impressive, very moving work is just, it's, it says something about the spirit of these people and who they are and what they love and, you know, how it just guides them throughout their whole life. Uh, you know, Alice Coltrane was certainly a a person that was very much like that. And so I liked, I really love that record. That's the one I kind of returned to the most from this era. As we mentioned, I, I really love the synthesizer stuff. I got into that probably a little later in the 2010s. And then, yeah, that there's like stuff like that compilation was coming out and things that were collecting some of this other work of hers. And that's all amazing. You know, as someone who l- loves synthesizer music, who, uh, you know, just purchased a synthesizer, it's like very, very uh, inspiring to me to listen to that music. Because What it is, is it about the synthesizer that,
0: that brings like, and I, I don't know how much longer I can say this term, but like it brings the freaks. What is it about it like, you know what i mean just it's that. something about
2: the text because you know obviously the piano is a very yeah. classic yeah you know instrument and the keyboard itself is a very i mean it's a very western way of approaching music yeah. uh-huh. but i think with synthesizers where you can get much more intricate or out there with the sound depending on what you want to yeah. get to like there's just more texture and more things to play with and i think but, that's like, i've why... been noticing
0: like yeah it's like how embraced it was by like out there jazz people and then yes. like the new age yeah. folks and then yes just the world over Dance people music. playing like their versions of like their indigenous yeah. music but yes nonsense yes. and it, it brings out the weirdos it's i don't know it's really I'll put
1: it to you this way baby you can make love on a piano but until you play a scent then you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> There you Put that it. on a bumper sticker. That so so that's a that moog.
0: It's like moog. I got your.
2: I so yeah. I recently picked up a Korg Mini Log, which oh, is nice. very nice.
1: Oh, I Am got Pugs a Korg sing. in the room.
2: I think. Yeah, you guys got a, what a micro Korg over there. Yeah. Very nice. A little micro. But you know, I again, I didn't for whatever reason this record just never captured my attention the way those other pieces of music did. And I, you know, it's not that I didn't like it or didn't appreciate it or like. I didn't have an appreciation for this music that was on it because I certainly was a big fan of free jazz, big fan of spiritual jazz, big fan of all the stuff going on here, modal jazz. It's interesting that we're talking about how like kind of chaotic that opening track is and some of that yeah. some of the <laughs> organ is because it is on the first listen, but as I feel like as you listen more and more, the kind of not patterns, but sort of the
0: the yeah. method
2: behind it is revealed yeah. where you can kind of hear how oh, these oh, are, yeah. there, there actually is kind of interplay. It's not just kind of a freak out. I mean, there is that aspect of it. It in well, terms of Adrian, like she's with Adrian, playing with Abandoned. but yeah,
1: go ahead. Adrian, you're an indie rock guy. We have an indie rock podcast. Loud, quiet, loud. Yeah, she's doing it in seventy <laughs> one. That's true. <laughs> yeah, the Pixies dynamics. 91. Dynamics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: she's she's a the master of the dynamics of she's a dynamics ah, Yeah. The,
1: re- the so I have. tension and release go go agent finish here yeah
2: yeah so i'll get we can get into it but i'm I'm, take your time uh, take your time baby well i think we just kind of chummy to get to the music so we can really start digging in here but so so yeah so i didn't really get into it i i had heard it a handful of times back in the day when i first started getting into her and then over the years you know i'd listen to it uh here or there or tracks would come up on um written you know playlists and stuff like that and i always appreciated them, but it wasn't until like probably the last few years where I started to kind of really sort of heavily invest back into jazz music and getting back into things a little bit more in, in depth, probably because of the pandemic and just having more time, but that I really started to explore some of these records more. And then, and so now listening to it and, and really just giving it kind of the, kind of a more, um I don't know, collegiate listen, let's say, or a yeah. uh, scholastic listen for this, for this was really, it was really engaging and it was really... Uh, I got a lot from it just listening so intensely and closely. You got to listen to this thing like either on a really good stereo or on a really good <laughs> headphones yeah. to really get a lot of the, like mo- all of the nuance. I mean, you can get some, most of it from whatever, ear pods or whatever the fuck you're listening yeah. on. But to really get all of the full dynamics, you really have to immerse yourself in it, I think. Yeah. Blast there... that
1: shit on the fucking speakers. My yeah. yeah,
2: Exactly. Blow out your neighbors. But I started to see it as kind of Freaky this... deaky i started to kind of see it as kind of this it's kind of a journey that she's taking us on from from the very most out there aspects of space there's kind of this big bang moment at the beginning when there's this chaos and then it kind of as the record goes on it's kind of it's kind of stabilized and yeah like as she brings in some of the violins or some of the other more instruments that we can actually kind of hold on to and kind of you know, grasp as, as these other kind of stuff is throwing us off. It's, it's, it's really incredible piece of work. And so she kind of guides us as we're moving down, down, down to the earth. And then finally it's combined, right. <laughs> yeah. Where both are kind of combined where there's a celestial aspect of the organ, but it's like kind of the bass is holding us down on the earth. And that's all just through the music, through the textures, through the yeah. dynamics, like there's no, it's, there's no, obviously there's no vocals. There's no wider notes telling us that this is what's going on. This is just what I'm feeling and experiencing through listening to the music. Like I'm getting all this through the music. And I think that, you know, I'd like to think that that's intentional. I mean, I'm sure aspects of it are intentional. And obviously I'm filtering it through my own experiences and my own uh, history with jazz music or music and whatever. But, you know, this is kind of when she's talking about universal consciousness, this is what she's talking about is connecting us to the greater sort of. World and the greater universe and the and expanding our conscious to be that to where we're oh losing ourselves in the music and yeah. losing ourselves in the texture. Adrian, the there's no
1: lyrics, but universal consciousness is the title of the album and the title. Track. And what do you feel when you're listening to all these songs? Right universal consciousness yeah. whatever that fucking means but it means something and
0: it and there it's, doesn't need to be words because you just make your own language you know <laughs> yeah it, Yeah, she's using the
2: language of jazz music of yeah. music. but it feels exactly music. what the album
0: but also is a lot titled. of the strings the and the harp are pretty so. lyrical in their mm-hmm. you know in the way they're played oh, yeah.
2: there's melodies yeah. and things of course yeah. um yeah. along with this kind of the atonal things or the kind of crazier out there ultra jazz stuff that's going on i mean when you've got ornette coleman doing transcriptions for you like you know that that's going to be like the most amazing bugged out stuff right like those those violins are going off in that song and it's it's incredible and so i don't know it just listening to it now i feel i get so much out of it i'm so glad that that as you get older that you know you your appreciation can grow for thing art and music and things like this where you know, maybe as a young man, I wouldn't have fully grasped the, the you know, the profundity of all of the things going on on this record. But as, you know, as I get older and closer to middle age or whatever, and closer yeah. to, you know, death, let's say, then I'm starting to experience and feel these things that are happening and things that she went through and, you know, in terms of whatever struggles and things that we all go through. And so, It is really this kind of universal consciousness where we're connecting with each other, with the planet, with the cosmos and with her through the music, with the players on this, through their playing with, you know, we're connecting with Dijonette and fucking all these cats who are literally (laughs) fucking playing their asses off, like a top of their game guys, just going for it and making this incredible piece of art. It's it's a remarkable piece of music but, yeah uh I'll, I'll let you go noah because i know you're probably chomping at the
0: yeah this is this this is the noah episode folks so clear the fuck <laughs> Nice. Nah, so, the runaways yeah, yeah dude, <laughs> he's about to take off
1: so first off cook alice coltrane is top five artists for me alice coltrane is desert island alice Coltrane. is this your
0: manifesto
1: is as close <laughs> as i get to religion yeah <laughs> Wow, Alice Coltrane, I don't even deserve it. Alice Coltrane, she is perfect.
2: (laughs) Was that like your just just for the for the listeners (laughs) at home? He was reading
0: off of something. I don't know what he was reading.
1: (laughs) No, I just I feel embarrassed even doing a fucking podcast about Alice Coltrane because a podcast is so below what Alice Coltrane. We're not worthy
0: podcast is right below uh stand-up comedy in terms of art forms so yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> what really she is. was doing with music is <laughs> easy, right.
1: um anyways let me just okay all right i don't want to get too uh spiritual so i'll just <clears> do <throat> just a basic history so i think i learned about alice coltrane from my brother uh isaac i think because uh, well and then like my dad and stuff he liked uh john coltrane so i knew who john coltrane was but my brother isaac i think was the first person to tell me like there was a woman named alice coltrane and i was like well, what is that his sister or so i know like, it's his wife and i was like wait there's two like great jazz artists that were married to you know were married at one point that's like doesn't happen in all lot of music in general. Like Nickels
0: and May. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: But it's like rare <laughs> that you can even name that. I was like, wait, what? His life like lived after him and was like almost as significant. So anyways, I learned who Alice Coltrane was. And then one day I was at a thrift store in Santa Maria, California. I think it was the Rad that thrift store Rad off of uh well, Main on Main, Street. baby. Main Street. downtown, yeah yeah the uh west side of town
0: try right where uh, it turns into the west side it's the yeah. near west side I guess I think the Santa
2: last time Maria I got, uh, some chunk less over there yeah
1: Santa Maria <laughs> the closer you get to the beach the worse the neighborhoods get I don't know <laughs> what's this what's this guy well the isn't it always funny like they say West Santa Maria's it gets worse but it's closer to the beach
0: oh
2: i see i see
0: right. anyways
1: you can cut that out <laughs> but anyways
0: nah, we make this for san mario heads so they'll appreciate it
1: anyways one day i was at a thrift store and i got for about two dollars i got the album world galaxy by alice coltrane and i was like on I Vinyl know or
0: city on vinyl whoa for like two bucks. that is a get
1: it's mm-hmm. a great album cover and I listened to it. It's kind and of and the I thing like, you
0: always wish you could get at thrift store. Most thrift store record finds are fuck. It's like yeah, Pat Engelbert Humperdink, yeah. like Chris Christofferson.
2: Yeah, like the 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 London Ontario orchestra yeah. plays yeah. whatever yeah. fucking TV themes or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Random but,
0: shit. Good for crate picks, digging, but not yeah. necessarily
2: great for listening. Yeah,
0: but that's that's a, that's a fine fuck.
1: So I was like two bucks, but picture this, because I had never heard alice coltrane but i knew who she was through my brother because through john coltrane and i got that album like for like two dollars and i played it and i was like this is like cinematic it was like ennio marconi meets, yeah totally like, <laughs> sketches of spain meets like fucking i don't even know like post-punk like <laughs> like meets everything like so so inventive like just so like aggressively like off kilter like but yet very yeah very warm sounding so anyways that, that was the first one I heard World Galaxy and then Caleb I think you gave me for Christmas um, this album Universal Consciousness
0: oh yes yes yeah
1: and uh, just to get into my current histories because we've been talking about this album for a while doing it on the podcast so i've been listening to this album a lot in the last like month or so but the first time i listened to it in a couple years kiki my wife was out of town so i was like home by myself i couldn't
0: sleep so we get the freak shit out record was
1: <laughs> yeah exactly i smoked a little weed <laughs> and i put this shit on the, on the on high the 5 high. We're like cranked it up it was like midnight i was like oh, i should turn it down but i was like fuck it i can't i can't stop right now. am a real
0: like jazz party
1: yeah and it just blew my mind but just to say yeah
0: was the joint that you got at? was it in like an old cigar box like pre like a pre-rolled out of a cigar box because that'd be iconic
1: oh it was probably i had like two roaches and i had to uh, roll them that, together yeah that's, that's a
0: that actually works too that, that fits
1: um but no Al coltrane is legit my yeah one of my favorite artists ever and uh yeah i love the albums that she made after this one too a lot there's one like from 77 it's another i can't
0: yeah the no. one with santana
1: <laughs> no, it's after that. It's uh, it's like I don't know. It's hard to say the name, but seventy-seven.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. The Rhonda Krishna, n- yeah, Nama. Rana
1: Krishna. Well, yeah. So that's my favorite album by hers. So the song goes Radna Krishna Nama San Krina. But he it's a the... chant. It's a chanting album, which yeah. I
0: love. Oh, sick! The album covers, fucking Devotional. cool. Devotional.
1: I don't know. I'm never this earnest, but as close as I get to religious experience, it is Alice Coltrane. Like she is like.
0: Ernest really goes to the ashram. <laughs> Did you really... see that one? <laughs> 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 Ernest goes to the monastery.
1: <laughs> she really gets me. I yeah. mean, she is she's a desert island. Yeah, she's yeah, my top five. It's like if Lou Reed and uh Alice Colton had Brass, a baby, man. it would be my <laughs> record collection.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. She's one of your guys. She, <laughs> she is.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, she had like she made like 13 albums in like 20 years or so. And I I I got about like 10 of them. So I'm still
0: Yeah, that's pretty good.
1: But no, she's special, and Caleb. Yeah, I thank you for that because you got me one of those albums for Christmas. Oh, this album for Christmas that I was like, yeah, it just. She's one of the best. One of yeah, my
0: favorites. She fucking rips. Well, on that. Nice. Note, Let's listen to it.
1: Yeah, so I think
2: for this one, we kind of have to do it as I, li- I as we've talked yeah. before. As I laid out, I think we got to do. Track one, or side one, track one, and then side two, side two, track one, and then the closer, because I think those three tracks, Mm -hmm. there's a journey, there's a narrative through those three tracks that follows through the entire album that I think is, is kind of, kind of nice. So I think we can kind of talk through the different things going on in this record, starting with the, let's start with the, the titular track, Universal Consciousness,
1: track one. What are you guys Noah, thoughts? Uh, this is you. So this album is like a stab. It's like the um psycho like in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> like the uh what's his name? Uh Bernard Herman, Bates. Bernard Herman. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like cinematic, but it is like the most like media res at first note. Like it sounds like they've been jamming for hours. Like, yeah, it's the
0: most I just like walk into it, propulsive and you're
1: like, what's first riff of a song I've Kinda ever like, heard. I like doing a whip it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and now I didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> could you imagine, like, like 12, or, uh, 12 30 at night, and you're like, oh, I'm still trying <laughs> to go to bed You put the headphones on, and it's just like, wow. Yeah, this is a blast off song. This is yeah, one of the sure. best first songs
2: i said it was the big bang of this record because it kind of yeah. is like all those, that explosion of it's an explosion of notes, like literally it's
1: disturbing. How did they do that first note? Like, it sounds like they've been in the middle of a song, but right, it's so strange.
2: Yeah. It, I mean, just that's owing to like Alice Coltrane's arranging skills and just her ability to, to know exactly when to, you know, how to pace this thing and how to bring you in and take you out because, it is expertly paced. Everything, every movement, makes sense, and it it has movement. It moves through these things, and and it has, <clears throat> even if it doesn't seem like it's linear, there is kind of a linear through through way through it, even mm-hmm. though there's a lot of stuff going on. But this one in particular is the most probably, yeah, the most the most free of the free jazz kind of stuff that's going on on this record. A lot of it. Later on, the free jazz al- elements are anchored by other instrumentation. Like so, if her wordleture is just going off, the drums and the bass will keep it down, or the strings will keep it—you know—keep things down or keep it kind of in check. But here, everything's kind of going all at once, and it really kind of brings you into like this element. I mean, to me, this is this is like—I wrote that it's kind of like the universe getting into sync with itself. So it's yeah, like totally. you're thinking about the idea <laughs> yeah. of like universal consciousness is kind of like the oh, wake up call like and yeah. saying like, okay, guys, all of this, all of this, all of these atoms and particles are flying around and kind of bumping into each other and things, yeah. are, but, but, but things are forming, right? Things are coming together. New, new things are emerging. New things are, are evolving and coming out of that collision of notes, the collision of these instruments. And it's really prepping you for the rest of this record and saying like, Hey, come join us on the journey. We're gonna take you somewhere, and it might be scary. It might be uncomfortable. It might be out of the norm for you, but we'll hold you down. We'll, we got you. you just can't totally. come with us <laughs> and join us into into this, you know, into this journey into universal unco- universal consciousness. But should we? Let's just start from the beginning, huh? Yeah. Unless you guys had any other notes, uh, let's yeah, start started. off. All right, here it is the title track Universal Consciousness by Alice Coltrane.
0: Like spidery, and yeah, weird, totally. <laughs> yeah. It's like but everyone it's, is attacking their instrument, yeah, right? exactly, <laughs> like, and being attacked by. It. Like it's yeah, like they're exactly. both like they're trying <laughs> yeah. to like yeah.
2: grasp it while also like yeah. it's going off. It's but it's, it's, it's totally it's weird, like it, like
0: shadow play. Yes, yeah. you like, don't
1: totally if you don't like free jazz or you know avant garde music. It's a Typical like you can criticize this song Where it's just like oh it's just Noisy shit like yeah.
0: eh. we'll
1: I think But that's like
3: that.
2: that's such a diminishing Thing yeah I was just yeah. talking about this Where yeah. it's like You know people who are like Oh I can make a Pollock or I can make whatever Piece of art that sim- seems Simple but it's like no you can't Because the reason yeah. that those artists are the artists Is because they spent years Doing these things and getting They're to the point Where they can challenge
1: just- Challenge the status quo too yeah
2: and so like you know people are like well my kid can do a fucking basquiat or whatever like what the fuck is that but no he they couldn't because there's there's years of practice years of meditation on the art years of experience yeah. going on and it's the same here like yeah. it seems like a jumble of just yeah, unrelated exactly. things but the more you listen the more times you listen to it the more the relationships between things reveal themselves the more you understand that it's actually is connected and there is a piece it's all of a piece but it it is this loose and and kind of ran uh not random but this this kind of very specific style of Of notes and playing that's that's off kilter and and uncomfortable and and yeah and the whole point of it was to fly in the face of traditional jazz where those there was gatekeepers who were saying like oh no 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 you can't do that you can't go off and do like we're no it's it's hard bop or whatever was the style of the time like that's that's the craziest you can go but people like ornette coleman the shape of jazz to come this is what's going to happen this is where the future is 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 this kind of it takes a lot of knowledge and a lot of thought to be that chaotic and off kilter. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You have to
0: know the form enough to know what to subtract and what to be like very like free with, you know, Mm -hmm. if you don't have that, that grounding in it, it will just sound like, like, you know, just a dissonant mess, you know, without a lot of intentionality. But you listen to this and like there's intention between every way they're articulating everything. Absolutely. You know, so yeah.
2: Let's uh let's listen to a little bit more here. Uh, this is towards the middle. <clears throat>
0: little uh, little Penderecki vibes <laughs> for sure it's like some creepy <laughs> shit
2: it does like, sound like hmm. sorry i was just gonna say it does sound kind of alien kind of yeah it's, it's you know out there kind of how music might be perceived or thought of by another yeah. being you know go ahead noah but as
1: crazy as the strings are going mm-hmm. the drummer is still playing some crazy ass jazz rhythm like that's yeah. hard to do which makes it it could be yeah, silly without that. It's almost that. as if the drummer, like, the basser, like without like a drummer, you want, like you want to play doing rhythms? a badass jazz. Yeah. Solo. You guys want
0: us to play rhythms over this? And they're like, "Yeah, go for it." It's like I don't, I don't fucking see what we could do. But like, so the the
1: drummer's kind of the glue on that song.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he's
2: keeping things together, even though the timings are, you know, just kind of a little all over the place. But that's this that's what he's there to do, right? Is yeah. just keep yeah. it keep it in check by. Keeping things like all over the place in a sense, but yeah. but uh, then like, he
0: also he's taking his own liberties too. He's just yes. like, Well, if, if y'all are gonna go, like he's you know, exploring out, as well, I'm gonna go out too, you know, like I'm gonna fucking take yeah. it for a walk and we'll see what's out there. You know, none of these, none of the players are locked into it, like in
2: terms of like what they can do or what they're allowed yeah. to do, let's say. And like that's that's where that element of the push pull of like, yeah. Alice Coltrane's arrangements, but also there's room for improvisations and for. For this kind of freewheeling sort of uh totally. uh embrace of of what the the music in it in the room you know what's going on in the room the relationship between the players but let's just play a little bit here to end it off yep. here's kind of the out uh, start the start of the outro so here we go more of universal consciousness So there, you can kind of hear how the harp becomes sort of a transitionary yeah. instrument, bringing you to like to the next piece and kind of yeah. helping you out of like that sort of um, everything all at
0: once, uh, everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, it kind of, of locks thing. in for a second and then has like a little the little turn mm-hmm. to end it, but it's like it's a very uneasy unification, yeah. you know? Like right, yeah, you're still. I uh, mean,
2: obviously, things are still a little. You're still out in space, but yeah. we got you kind of more uh contained. Like the yeah. planets are starting to form here at this
1: point. It sounds like a like ballet, but you're not writing music to choreograph dance. You're writing music for like a crumbling, <laughs> nothing, yeah, like yeah. nothingness. <laughs> a, a hammer, like
0: a hammer exactly. coming down. A yeah, submissive, for sure. yeah. Wait. All right, next, next next track. Next, yeah, next track is song that is pretty much in the middle of yes. the of the album and that is Hari Krishna. Yeah, this song the song fucking rules. It's it, it it showcases her kind of freaky key styles, you know, of just like very just loose not loose playing, like it's it's just very free Free and active playing you know and just yeah and it was really cool the way that it is produced is you you can just hear like the thud of the key going down on (laughs) on, i don't know what you know but that part of it's called the physicality yeah yeah yeah, you can hear the physical playing and you can hear like the percussive element that like a key hitting the wood makes too and like how that works into the song as well and it's like um Yeah, it's just like it starts out super wild and free and it's in conversation with the the second track battle farm again which is a very key driven um jam just just to interrupt you for one second there is a
2: lot of conversations between these tracks there's themes that are come back there's connections sonically that you know callbacks and things like that it's very much a a meta textual piece of art
0: totally yeah absolutely yeah and then so like Battle at Armageddon is the second song which is yeah it's very much organ and stripped down bass and mm-hmm. freaky drums and it kind of has that that modality comes back into this song um but this one it gets a little bit more minimal i guess like kind of in the the middle section of it yeah it just it it, it is also very droney it has like a lot of like repetition to it with the strings and everything but it kind of just reminded me of like, like an atom or whatever, where it's just like it's just it's it's super energetic and super active, just under tremendous amount of pressure. Mm. You know, it's like it's contained in a way, but it's just it's just firing off like under that. Oh, you know, Alzheimer
1: like, over here.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Sure. I wrote that this is the start of it, kind of we're beginning to kind of get into the atmosphere so like we're in the stratosphere now like things are still there's still pieces of debris flying about and things are going on but we're kind of starting to become contained we're starting to fall back down to earth we're starting to yeah there's it's chaotic but it's less so and it is the kind of the start of the back half which is where things definitely turn more terrestrial right things start to get a little bit more we will sweep more
0: sweeping and yeah, a little grandiose. bit more organic, yeah. right? A little yeah. bit more,
2: a little bit less freaky deaky. But yeah, the it's it's a beautiful track, and it's it's of a piece with with some of the music from Journey and some of the music from later years, the devotional music. I mean, obviously, yeah, totally. Hari Krishna, it's based on a traditional chant, and also yeah. there's there's a lot of songs called Hari Krishna that are that are j- uh, bangers. I must say, but they yeah, I would
1: just say she uses and later albums which are my favorite she she uses a lot of vocals yeah on this one it's more strings and kind of uh doing a repetitive kind of almost like instrumental chant kind of going on
0: yeah for sure yeah and and also the drumming on this song is just like really incredible it it is just like chasing the melodies and everything and it's just like Mm -hmm. It's this constant game of catch up. I feel like they're they're both kind of playing. Yeah, it's just the the interplay between all the different instruments is like super fucking interesting. And um, and it, I don't know. I think it, it, coming in the middle of the album, like it is a it is a really nice piece of transition. You know, it like bridges that just that kind of like yeah, you're saying just kind of just the the controlled chaos of the first half, and then kind of yeah, and then the more like i don't know kind of cinematic way that it ends it 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 kind of brings both of those vibes under one roof you know of a song and then it and then you know the last thing i'll say about before we listen to it is the the strings the strings arrangements on this are just fucking like i don't know it might be the best string arrangements on this album or at least it's it it, the way it hits you know like the way it's like brought in it's just super dramatic and just just fucking grand. It just has like this grand scale. Um, it's
2: another track that is uh was transcribed by Ornette Coleman. Yeah, uh, based on an arrangement by Alice Coltrane. So yeah, you're definitely getting some of that uh Ornette Coleman flavoring on there. But no, unless you had something else to add, I can oh, yeah, play yeah,
1: Great song.
2: Here, I'll play it from the beginning. I think you kind of have to play all of these from the beginning, but yeah. here is a little bit of that. Here is Hare Krishna by Alice Coltrane. Um.
1: Yeah, it's a
0: great intro. Yeah, Yeah. very very kind of menacing.
2: And you can hear how things are getting longer, sounds are turning to drone, more. things are getting a little bit more organic
1: feeling. If you could play like the last minute, Adrian, or the last 45 seconds
0: i wanted to get of, to, the, to the layered that
1: sound yeah
0: yeah the coda was we'll, pretty,
1: uh, pretty special I'll,
2: yeah we'll get to we'll we'll get there i, I wanted to play some of some other because this is a long track this is yeah, uh, totally yeah. Uh, it's, it's the like longest the centerpiece of the album yeah it's like yeah. eight
1: minutes yeah so, it sounds like like maracone it sounds very cinematic it goes
2: through yeah. numerous kind of movements too where things sort of the shifts sometimes it's more apparent than others but there's it's it, it does shift throughout the the song so here's a little bit more from the the middle here you can really hear her you know work in those uh or keyboards there and uh, being matched by the bass. But here is some of that uh, towards that outro that you guys were talking about because it is incredible here. So here's at about the 722 mark.
1: It's like a crescendo and the beat never drops. It just yeah. all, it just loads, totally.
2: builds and builds. It's and, all yeah. suspense. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Totally. It's just no release,
1: air. which makes it Edging. so uncomfortable, but makes it so comforting as yet comforting at the same time. It's
2: the eternal now, right? I mean, yeah. It's what it's it in is in the
1: moment. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, like, it's
2: inviting you to, to be in the moment,
0: to be like, to how stay to be, with us, how to be present. Yeah.
2: Yeah
1: incredible yeah, that sounds this
2: shit so fucking good all right so we've gone through those first two and certainly there at the end you can hear how kind of we're still sort of in space up in space but at the end of the record here we we finally have kind of landed back on earth but it's sort of the celestial is now brought down to earth so you're yeah. hearing a lot of bass tones that are keeping things down. But then the war Burlitzer is kind of going off again in that free jazz kind of exploration mode. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally. Modal. And um, but yeah, it's I, I really love this track. I love how it starts too. it's very much in that Egyptian. I mean, it's called the Ankh of Amin Ra. So it's very much in the vein of that Eastern kind of the Egyptian scales, um, the Arab Arabic scales, you know, sounding yeah. scales. Things that this are song moving. reminded
1: me of like in the eighties that if Spielberg did like a mummy movie,
2: <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah for sure. <laughs> have this soundtrack, it, yes. It's and it's very much, but then it 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 just again it shifts and changes and and grows and evolves as time goes on. But I don't know, Caleb. Did you have any thoughts on this one?
0: It's just it's 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 such a genius way to end an album. You know, it's just like it's it's intense and just collects all the different tones and narratives from you know the album all the tracks previous to it on the album and um yeah it it does have like i don't know i feel like it has like a kind of more minor modality so it's like a little bit more heavier you know a little bit more intense um Mm -hmm. it's definitely minor key yeah Yeah. and yeah it just it has this tension to it that is just yeah it really kind of just gets under your skin a little bit you know And it's like and but it's just it it is such just like a fucking just stamp on the end of the album just like this is this has been the album we wasn't doing this is fucking the summation of it all i'm like you know yeah yeah absolutely it's intense it's an intense song
2: it is and as the review was hinting at it ends like kind of an ambiguous note there's not like yeah. closure as no as you're saying no like it it just is like there's no it doesn't yeah. offer answers or no
1: beginning no end no it it's yeah, just, it just continuous
2: it's, it's a it's pure a cycle. presence yeah mm-hmm. so yeah just a powerful powerful way to end this record so i'm going to start this off from the beginning to hear some of that that kind of uh alternate scales uh here but here is the onk of amen Ra by alice coltrane also kind of sounds like uh, that Japanese instrument the is it the kodo?
0: yeah yeah
2: So almost music box box esque or like yeah you know and then those chimes just kind of really really setting a tone and a vibe for the rest of this track but uh let's get a little deeper in here here's a little
0: yeah diff. the wind chimes fucking rule
2: yeah they're it's gorgeous and they add so much nice texture wind
0: chimes it. are like the best sound ever and but just like <laughs> to use it with like intention you know with like mm-hmm. you know playing it as a percussive instrument is really cool
2: yeah. It sounds great on this and here is some more of uh the song of Amenra So you can hear how like the kind of chaotic nature of that world tour is really, really kind of subdued and brought down to earth by the just yeah. the, the context of it within you know this kind of minor key bass drones going back and forth, yeah. right? Yeah, like and the
1: keys are reminiscent maybe of John Coltrane on the alto sax, kind of maybe. It, yeah, totally. It
2: yeah. also reminded me That's of a good point of that opening track on the part on the Funkadelic record.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, The the original self-titled one. Uh, Yeah.
2: What's it? uh, What's the name of that track? It's so uh, good. It's so good.
1: Last night. I was listening to that record last night. I can't remember now.
2: But it has the same kind of vibe where it's mournful, but it's also
0: exploring and it's also kind of spacey. uh, yeah. Yeah. It's
1: like, oh, yeah, futuristic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, it kind of reminds me of just like a guy just playing at the end Let of the me night look at up, Adrian. just moving towards the end of the yeah. piano. <laughs> they just like, Yeah, exactly. Um, you grab <laughs> that like w- this resignation to it,
2: resignation, yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But while you're grabbing that, Noah, I will play some more here. Here is kind of towards the outro of the song and the outro of the record. again the harp kind of guiding us back to yeah, uh, back to great. firmer ground here Gorgeous. Beautiful. yeah did you get the track though
1: was it that one like mommy what's up funkadelic yes yeah
2: yeah anyways uh great great finish to the record it's explore it's an exploration and it's kind of a continuation and it it really never ends it you know it it fades out kind of but it's not like like you kind of the idea being like oh this just goes on forever as we're saying like these songs Yeah, what is this six stretch songs? out till eternity six songs six yeah songs yeah
1: and 36 minutes or something. six movements
2: it's like 40 minutes i believe it's 36 minutes yeah so uh, under yeah. 40 minutes yeah
1: damn but it feels like a lifetime
2: it really does i mean it you've gone through this whole journey by the end and it
0: sticks. Yeah, and they said more in 36 minutes than I've said in 36 years. Oh, that's true.
1: Put <laughs> <laughs> on around
0: No, we weren't doing that.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else that we should bring up before we uh get to our ratings here? Any Honorable mentions. I mean for me, I just put I mean the just other listen to the other songs. Yeah, I just listen to the whole <laughs> yeah. piece.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's like three good songs. Sit to Ram is fantastic. Uh Sitaram is like Battle of Armageddon is a psychedelic songs. freak out. Yeah, Sitaram
2: yeah. and Hare Krishna are kind of like sister songs in Battle a way. Battle
1: of Armageddon is the drum solo. Yeah.
2: Drumming. Yeah. Again, the drum on going back that and is, forth. Is, is oh insane. Allah is like like, it's a spiritual. Yes,
1: it's like the band Yes doing like a live concert, but like not as good, yeah. shredding on synthesizers.
0: You mean it's not as good as Yes? <laughs> Just kidding. Well, vice
1: versa. Try yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, don't think, so... I don't
0: think Rick Wakeman could bring it. Like that. <laughs>
1: but some of that sounds kind of like this, right? Like kind of like a live.
0: Oh sure. Yeah. Some, some prog, progressive. But it's going on to it, this. It,
1: not recorded as well yeah, yeah so.
0: i just think i don't ever think the the Prague guys were like they were just i don't know there's always this like this scaredy cat kind of mentality yeah. they could never well, get that out there and they always just kind of played very busily but yeah i think they're too within, much in their head there's a yeah. uh, limbic yeah, system true. going on there you yeah know? They, but it was still all within kind of like a twelve-bar blues kind of you yeah, know, exactly setting.
2: And I like yes, and then those that prog rocks. I love King Crimson and all that shit. Yeah, like, didn't yeah. you? Know, yes, rules. It's um, but yeah, it's not what Alice Coltrane of
1: kind of the way she plays like keys and stuff would almost almost yeah fit, fit within. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah totally. What was it
0: one of those things well, like, like Alice whole...
2: Coltrane could play you know Dark Star, but. The Jerry Garcia couldn't play whatever. Kind of yeah. like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Garcia could play shit. But...
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. You know what I mean? Like she's capable she of. playing the
0: cheeseburgers pretty well. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh,
2: take that.
0: <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah.
2: But she could right. do anything. Really, she could. But she chose to channel it into this spiritual, yeah. kind of ethereal, beautiful, organic. you yeah, know, I Might say music. it's a
1: spiritual lyrical miracle you could say that Uh, i don't know if you should say that but you could all right let's continue do we got another song already good
0: no we're good i think we're good yeah yeah we've we've said a lot yeah let's rate it let's rate it
2: i mean only one number right comes to mind
0: 10 11 (laughs) 12 keep going
1: Yeah. yeah
0: that's a perfect album you know not a
1: moment
2: not a note out of place not a second wasted it is
3: it's it weird. really
2: is a perfect like from second one all the way to the last fade out or yeah. whatever of the last note the last drone yeah out of it's
0: just note. not every song it's like every moment of it's yeah. like mm-hmm. something profound and like yeah deep and fucking, yeah worth worth holding on to yeah
1: it's one of the best albums but ba- made by one of my favorite artists but it's not even my favorite album by
2: that isn't that what's so interesting yeah totally. i mean caleb for you is this is this your favorite or is it you know i
0: really really love this album i probably say it's my favorite just because how freaky it is uh i do like lord of lords a lot though too great record yeah i think that's That's a very
1: heavy harp one right
0: very that one's a little bit more lush i want to say and um very (laughs) harp heavy but I fucking, it, it's so crazy because it's like at one point in her career, she was synonymous with the keys and then she was synonymous with the harp. And I feel like this is more kind of keys heavy. And I just fucking love the way that yeah. she plays the keys and the I organ. Mean, it's once it's she gets,
2: like <laughs> once she landed on that organ, man, yeah. like the world are it really opened up things. I mean, like she well, said, that, like the multiple keyboards, like she really could go for it. Yeah, at that point we were and joking about you,
1: Joking about yes and like prog rock, uh-huh. but like she like kills all those prog rockers. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sure. actually feels like progressive rock,
0: right? But like, feels, well, it feels interesting like progressive music
1: corny. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, I'd probably say this is my favorite album. Either that or Lord of Lords. Um, I mean,
1: it's where you start, right? If somebody to yeah. ask you, if someone said Alice Coltrane album, right?
0: yeah if, i'm if never he, gonna turn down somebody wanting to put on alice coltrane or like me doing it. like you know it's all that's all good you know it's it's of all course. of a piece yeah but
1: if you're trying to suggest i probably alice, come
0: back to this one the most yeah i would say i, I yeah. would tell people to start here the yeah.
2: trilogy of the of universe conscious world galaxy lord of lords great place to start and then journey and such and on satchitananda
0: the, yeah. is
2: another one especially if you want to hear like yeah. the bridge right because that's definitely the bridge between this and then i would say her music, singing
1: her singing one yeah
2: her like, 80s music yeah. for sure yeah that
1: compilation yeah. in particular has a lot of yeah or um, 77 the... but
0: if you wanted a little bit more like connection to other kinds of jazz like the Asher, the, the huntington offer temple yes. monastic trio those have a little bit yeah. more like of the hard bop and kind of progressive mm-hmm. hard bop, kind of lilt to them, so that Absolutely. you know that's a good place to start too. So
1: basically, Alice Coltrane made about like Rips. thirteen studio albums in the course of like twenty years. So just yeah go Well, out she made albums
0: into the two thousands. I think it was more, or more over the course of like sixty there years and get or them. fifty years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Whatever you can find, get it. It's all fucking cool. She
1: made an album with Santana for Christ's sake.
0: Illuminations, that's good, dude. Santana was a jazz guy. He made that album with yeah. uh, John McLaughlin too. It's super good.
1: That all album right. actually does rip. Yeah. What's uh, next? you like it?
0: What's next? Okay, oh,
2: perfect ten record. Uh, where, where is she at now?
0: Where do you? <laughs> R.I.P. She she's no longer she passed, with us. Yeah, but she, she lives in all our, in, our
1: hearts. Oh uh, seven, and... right? So she's <laughs> such a cool person
0: yeah she's she's with us always say a cool Alice.
1: style too great album covers. great
0: i was going through all her albums she's only not on one album cover i know
1: but she has a cool <laughs> style and all yeah of... world galaxy is one of the best album covers Dude, of all time there's something yeah. kind of
0: lo-fi about it yeah you know, like, it's so weird it's, fucking it's like cool. child's it totally
1: works. 70s like yeah textbook. i'm not sure the artist i feel it's, it's... like what every indie some...
0: band is trying to do now with their album covers <laughs> like tape releases or whatever so it's kind of yeah. like
1: well
2: this is like it's kind of got like a milton glazer for yeah. all my designers yeah. out there milton yeah. glazer kind of illustration style i don't know if it, who did this one particularly but this is very much and it very much fits with the music that's on world galaxy yeah too. not that it's whimsical but it's certainly much more kind of uh flowery and open than this yeah. one yeah for sure. but <laughs> it
0: totally like you were saying like Earlier in the episode, I totally set the template for like, you know, like new agey kind of like human potential, California, like, you know, like kind of post hippie shit that yeah, came like, after that. Dude, yeah. Dude, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Awesome. So, do you have a game for us now? Or are we going to? Oh, uh, we don't play games with this no shit, games, right? Yeah. yeah no Playing game. game. no, play games.
1: All <laughs> right. Let's do a round of what's better. This right. album or Sticky Fingers by the Rolling Stones. <laughs> this album. <laughs>
2: this album, yeah. Hunky album, Dory,
1: David Bowie. This album. Mm,
2: this
3: album, yeah.
1: What's going on, Marvin Gaye? That's you, that's, you can't you can't answer. That's that. impossible. <laughs> Come on. that's like Blue. An impossible. Blue. Do you know guy. what you do? You play
0: both uh, these albums for the same, same exact time. <laughs> yeah. Blue. Blue. Blue? Mitchell. that's hard Again. too. You do the it's same all thing. 71, you people, same people buck know, up, boys.
1: We're going to the numb. <laughs> <make> choice or <laughs> I'm trying to get out an no. album. Electric Warrior T Rex.
2: Oh, that's. I mean, this is better Ooh. than that. But that's yeah. a fucking incredible.
1: Can record. you believe that album is in '71? That's crazy. Yeah, man. yeah. It, it's ahead of its time. It's,
2: yeah, he's slightly. It's like right. Oh, the next I got year. for you.
1: Maggot Brain. Uh, there you go.
0: You gotta uh, go maggot brain. Maggot Whoa, brain. Yeah.
1: Over Alice.
0: I wouldn't go oh, I hate to see, say See it. again. It's like Lynn, it's put like
1: nothing over Alice at this point. It's like you
2: lateral. Maggot dude. brain it's over? Like, though? Yeah. I mean, maggot brain is like one of the all time. Like,
0: That's Togo Mago.
1: Ever. Can.
0: Oh, fuck can. Oh, see, dude. 71 the <sighs> There's a year. There's a riot going left. on. Oh, come on. Okay,
1: well, I think I gotta go with riot on. Sly. I go sly. Yeah. One more. This one's for you, Caleb. Or this one's for Adrian, then one for Caleb. Ram. That's for the Paul (laughs)
0: McCartney.
1: Dude, great
2: Uh, album cover. I love Ram, but I think this one's phenomenal album. All
0: right,
1: this one's for Caleb. Metal Pink Floyd.
0: Oh, metal? Metal, yeah. (laughs) Um, fuck, dude. Metal's great. Alice, or I think it's Alice, though. I think Alice is more of a complete album. Metal is fantastic, but there's a little bit of like things are kind of like treatments here and there, you know? Yeah. You know, the kind of man,
1: uh, 71's a, that's that's a hot year, dude. That's a
0: stacked year. Fuck.
1: You got uh, History Day, Melody Nelson. Ah, oh, Serge Ginsburg. Got a bunch of shit. Brighter, lighter. Nick Fuck. Drake. I
0: was just listening to that. Speaking oh, of strings. Yeah. 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 Oof, well, good arrangements. We got Church a new. Harrison,
1: the concert for Bangladesh. Oh, speaking oh, yeah. of Indian music, <clears throat> well, anyways, ah, sweet. Seek
2: out Alice Coltrane. People, yeah, who's anything next? Anything who
1: you get? Next. <laughs> yeah.
0: next. Speaking of the Who,
1: who's next, Go. Who's on next. next?
0: Yeah, is the the bass player's name is who? <laughs> um. <laughs> <The> Animaniacs bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. Next <laughs> week, we are dipping our toes back into the indie pool. We will be reviewing the No Twist, fifth studio album from 2002, Neon Gold.
2: Neon Gold. Neon
0: Gold. Neon Golden. Neon I Golden by the No Twist. Is it the No Twist? I always said the Not Twist, but I attended. The like Not Twist. It's like Notwithstanding. Is that what? Okay. <laughs> I Maybe. I do not Well, I-
1: Oh, I just me. That. I'm good on reviewing this album.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's on deck, and we're gonna do it. Um, yeah, we'll see how this goes, but uh, yeah. it might be a kind of a
2: whiplash from this.
0: Right, no twist. So seek it out, folks. That's a pretty popular album. I think it'll be our first German band. So that's is that that's right?
2: The, that's that's cool.
0: Yeah. yeah, can't think of too many other German bands. We I guess we haven't covered.
1: got to Falco yet. No. All right, close this shit. <laughs>
0: All right. That was my cue for my uh, co-host there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for enjoying Alice Coltrane as much as we do. Thank you to Kiki for our awesome theme song. Thank you to Adrian for all your production work. Thank you to Noah for being for, you, for being our spiritual guru of this episode and all episodes. To our listeners, please feel free to check out our uh, website. That's at WackerSlaps. That's whackorslaps.com. We are on all the socials at WackerSlaps. And then um, feel free to email us at wackerslaps at gmail.com. Let's have some conversations, some suggestions. Give us your notes. And uh, for Noah and Adrian, this has been Caleb and this has been Wackerslaps episode 50. Thanks for sticking with us for 50 episodes, folks. That's uh, it's a little bit of a long haul, but it's been Why very enjoyable it, folks, yep. for you guys. We do it for you and
2: gals and non binary.
0: And folks. as always, we leave you with the internal question. Who better, Alice Coltrane or Funkadelic? Don't make me choose. Sweet. Bye.